You're listening to The Wonder Podcast, brought to you by Be The Change Youth Initiative, where we believe everyone should be seen, heard, and loved. We're committed to educating, equipping, and empowering youth to use their lives in advocacy for others. The Wonder Podcast was created to be a space where we truly see and hear one another. Because when we listen to people's stories, empathy is cultivated. So we'd like to invite you along with us as we listen and learn from others. This is The Wonder Podcast. Today is another Fair Trade Friday. For those of you who are new, we introduced a new quarterly segment called Fair Trade Friday back in April. And whenever there's five Fridays in a month, that last Friday will be our designated Fair Trade Friday. So at Be the Change Youth Initiative, we want to explore more ways we can help bring about change in our communities, and supporting Fair Trade is a great way we can do this. So for this week's conversation, I've invited Stacey Hooley Gall a dear family friend to talk about her introduction to fair trade. I'm excited for you to learn more about the importance of fair trade and how we can create a change in this way. Thank you so much, Stacey, for joining me today. I am so excited that you're here. Well, I am so excited to be here. It's such an honor to be asked and to be able to speak about fair trade and just um, a chance to just get to chat with you today. Awesome. Yay. Um, so before we get started, would you mind giving a brief introduction to who you are? Sure. Um, as Sydney said, my name is Stacy Gall, and I am a wife and a mother of three kids. I'm also a teacher, and I have been working with Noonday Collection as an ambassador for six years. So um, my passion is just um, obviously children um, with my job as a teacher, um, but just my heart for um helping others to see their true identity, I think, in my job with um, Noonday, as well as teaching. Thank you so much for sharing that. Before we get into our conversation, I always ask my guests kind of get to know your questions so the listeners are able to know a little bit more about you. Um, so this is kind of like a two-in-one question, but of all the places that you've traveled to, do you have a favorite, and is there a place you haven't traveled to yet but are wanting to in the future? Oh, that's a great question. Um, <clears throat> before I became an ambassador, um, I had very limited travel outside of the U.S. So my husband and I had gone to the Bahamas for a honeymoon, but I really had never had extensive travel. So my first artisan trip was to Guatemala, and I think that that really changed me as a person. Um, it was the first time that I had seen that level of poverty firsthand. Um, the people that I was directly working with, I got to see their workshops and their communities. And um, I think it helped me to see my life and my privilege in a different way that I never had before. Um, and so in that way, that drastically changed, I think, um, the plans going forward for my life, how I saw different things, different people, um, and just my heart even for fair trade um, directly changed after that trip. Um, I have always wanted to travel to India. We actually have quite a few artisan groups there. And so that's my hope um, in this next year. Um, I'm hoping that as things are opening up that maybe we'll be able to travel um, a little bit more so, um, but I would really love to be able to visit um, the artisan groups that we work with there. Awesome. And for those listening, we're gonna talk a little bit more about Noonday. Um, she's gonna give a brief introduction to what it is. And one of the rewards of doing that if you reach a certain level is traveling. Um, but yeah, that's actually how you and my mom met, which is super cool because we were both in Peru. Yes, yeah. a wonderful trip. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Um, and then the last question I would ask is, what are some of your favorite fair trade purchases that you made? While I was traveling or just in general? Just in general. I mean, or while you were traveling. <laughs> it doesn't really matter. <laughs> oh, well, I'm always um, a fan of bags. So like any textiles, mm. um, just I feel like there's such a uniqueness with fair trade in um, the materials that are used and often techniques that are passed from generation to generation. So they're always so unique. So I'm always on the lookout for a great fair trade bag. Um, also, um, baskets and clothing. I mean, there's just so many things, but I love fashion. So I'm, I'm more drawn to the different textiles, I think. Um, so once again, thank you so much for coming on. I am really excited for this conversation and fair trade has been something that over the last like five years, I've really wanted to be super intentional about and having this conversation where we're able to highlight other people, whether it's people who have started businesses or have been ambassadors who are wanting to highlight the importance of fair trade. Um, it's awesome that you guys are willing to come on here and being able to talk about these things because that's really what I want to do is have other people come on, share their stories, and be able to express how important it is that we do take action in this way. So thank you so much for coming on. I'm so excited to get started. Oh, thank you. It's a privilege to, to get to share. And um, like you said, I think sometimes we don't think that we can make a difference, but like each little thing does really directly impact um, the people that are making it. So, um, first, I just adore you and your family. I love you all so much. You guys are one of the few places that we visited twice while on the road. And one visit just wasn't enough, obviously. So we had to come back and we're planning on coming back again. Come back, yes. <laughs> uh, but I also, I love your heart and how consistent and persistent you are when it comes to advocating for um, fair trade and artisans around the world. So there might be people listening right now who have never heard of the phrase fair trade, or maybe they don't understand the significance or the global impact fair trade creates. So I'd love for you to take a few minutes to explain your personal introduction to the world of fair trade and why it is so important. Absolutely. So um, I have been with Noonday Collection for six years, but before that, I really didn't know much about fair trade. I think when I was shopping, I was just looking for, you know, obviously the cheapest product, the best deal. And I was just thinking, you know, that's, that's wonderful. Like I can get this really cheap, but I didn't understand that that would be at the expense of other people. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think I was very naive. Um, I had very limited, again, travel outside of the U.S. Um, and so I didn't understand that what I was purchasing oftentimes meant that um, a, an employee was not paid fairly. Um, oftentimes they were in places of work that were unsafe. Um, there was a lot of child labor that was used. And so um, when I became an ambassador, it just, it opened up my eyes to this whole other world that I didn't know about. And, um, you know, it's like one of those things, I think once you know it, you can't unknow it. And I felt like I had to do something. Um, I had never been in sales. I'm a teacher. Um, and so this felt so very different that the work I was going to get to do was going to impact someone else. Um, and I think the thing about fair trade is it's not just that your order or your purchase um, gives that person a fair wage because it does, but it brings a job that gives them dignity and empowerment. Um, oftentimes this person, maybe it's the first time that they're working or definitely the first time that they're working in a place that's safe where they're not being abused or um, they're treated fairly and with dignity in, in, their, in their job. Um, 
but fair trade provides a sustainable living wage. So not just enough that you can eat on and get by, but you have enough to be able to care for your family. You have enough to have savings, which in a lot of these communities, it's unheard of to have enough to have savings um, to be able to actually sustain a living. And so um, there's a lot that encompasses fair trade. Um, one of the main things is that the person that's making a piece is part of that process. So they're determining um, their pay, um, the time frame in which something is going to be made so that safely they're not demanding this fast quality, um, which oftentimes is happening with something that's not fair trade. It's, it's a quick process that's not really um, giving that person adequate time to complete it. Um, so that's part of it. It's collaborative. So it's very relational in the way that you have a conversation about when a piece is going to be done, um, the amount that you're going to be paid for it. Um, we collaborate with design aspects. So obviously these individuals are the ones who have the talent to create these unique pieces, but we want it to be successful for them. So things, colors that are on trend, styles that are on trend. Um, if they're making something that people aren't going to buy, that's not going to be beneficial to them. So collaborative design is very important part of fair trade. Um, there's a, a lot that goes into the transparency. So um, when you're purchasing a fair trade product, um, those businesses are often funded by, for example, Noonday Collection, we give 0% interest loans and funding ahead of time. Because these communities um, and these workshops, they don't have the money to start up businesses or to pay um, materials up front. And so to be able to give um, a financial assistance that way allows them to create these pieces um, and they're always paid up front. So that's not something that oftentimes employees are used to, to be being paid fairly, promptly, on time. Um, those are all things that encompass um, anytime you're buying an item that is a fair trade item. Um, there's also a lot that goes into respecting the culture of that particular group of people um, and also respecting the rights of children. Oftentimes when you're buying something that's not fair trade, there's a lot of child slavery and labor that is involved. Um, oftentimes very young children, they don't have a choice. And so um, all of those things, uh, when you're purchasing something that's fair trade, you are assured that all of those components are happening. And that's a lot that, that goes behind the piece, not just a fair job. Um, so much more than that. Thank you so much for breaking that down because I feel like a lot of the time it's not necessarily broken down. So like here are the components. Here's what we're actually trying to do um, with our businesses, with fair trade and the movement. Um, and I think you did that beautifully. It's just a different way to look at it. So thank you. Yes. And I wanted to add that if any anything you're purchasing, if that particular company or business is a member of the Fair Trade Federation, to become a member of that, you have to agree to all of those components. And so, um, you know, sometimes I think we question, you know, is this purchase really helping that particular person? Um, but you can be assured of that because there's a lot of accountability that um, goes into being a member of a fair trade organization. So like you said before, you're an ambassador with Noonday Collection, um, which is where like I said, where you, my mom met for the first time. Um, and I would love for you to tell those who are listening about Noonday Collection and the impact it's having around the world um, when it comes to creating jobs and empowering artisans. Yes, absolutely. So um, I think the most important thing for me was um, when I understood um, that 
when someone has a job, that automatically makes them less vulnerable. Um, the people that we're working with, the artisans, the people that are creating our pieces um, are oftentimes in places of extreme poverty, of extreme vulnerability, um, oppressive situations like trafficking, prostitution. Um, so automatically when someone has a job that leaves them in a place where they're not as vulnerable to be trafficked or to have forced labor. And so that's our stance as far as New Day Collection. If it's preventative. If we can empl help employ people, um, that automatically makes them less at risk for these types of situations. Um, one of the statements in our ambassador manifesto is that when we look across the globe, we don't see strangers, we see ourselves. And I think for me, um, when I became an ambassador and I had the opportunity to travel to Guatemala and to Peru with your mom, um, that's the thing that struck me the most is when I saw other mothers who were artisans, they were making the pieces, um, I saw myself. And for the first time, I realized that um, because of where I was born, I had so much privilege. Um, and had I been born in Guatemala or in Peru in these um, communities, that that would most likely be my situation, that I might have to decide where is my next meal going to come from? Am I able to um, afford to keep my children? Do I have to place them for adoption, even though I love them deeply, but I, I'm not able to provide for them because there, there is no work. Um, and so our goal with New Day Collection is that we're creating a marketplace here in the U.S. Um, so that people in communities where there is no opportunity have a way to um, sell their beautiful things for a fair price, and then in turn, they're able to provide for their families. So um, many of these men and women, they love their families deeply in their communities. They just do not have a way to take care of them. They don't have the opportunity. And so that's what we're able to provide. And I wanted to share a quick story because I think it gives a really beautiful picture um, into the work that we're doing. So our founder, um, her name is Jessica. She shared this story, and I think um, it's a very good visual. Um, I think a lot of times people think of um, individuals who are in poverty that, you know, we're, we're the avenue, um, you know, we're the voice for the voiceless or that we're providing a handout. But what we're really doing is just providing a way for them to utilize their gifts and talents. Um, they don't need us. It's a partnership. And so she gave this visual of, um, you know, that, that God has instilled in everyone. He's given everyone a voice. He has given us each unique talents and gifts to use. And unfortunately for some people, they are in positions of, because of the oppression around them, they're not able to use that voice. And so what we get to do at Noonday Collection is to partner with them. It's a reciprocal relationship. And that we are the people with the hammers and the nails and the wood that is building the stage for them to be able to use their voice. And so I'm not their voice, I'm not speaking for them, but I'm the platform and the avenue for them to be able to use the, the gifts that they're given. They know the best way to take care of their families. And so when I sell the beautiful things that they make, when people purchase them and they wear their earrings and their bags, that brings them empowerment and dignity because people love the beautiful things that they create. 
And that in turn allows them to take care of their families in the best way they know how. Their children are able to go to school. They're able to have access to health care. They're able to leave trafficking and prostitution to write new stories of hope. Um, to sometimes see for the first time that they have value and worth, and sometimes a job is the avenue for them to be able to see that. I think that's like not just within fair trade, but just a beautiful imagery of like how we're all supposed to be living our lives for one another, like not to be someone else's voice, but to build that stage for us to be able to highlight what other people have to say in their stories. Um, I mean, that's the message with Be the Change, and that's something that I'm also incredibly passionate about. Whenever we can have more conversations, especially with youth, like, that's one of the things that I love so much about being on the road when meeting with individual families and getting to know kids, like, just spending that one-on-one time and just saying, like, you were able to use your gifts and talents, you have a voice that you're able to use to help others, and for me, like, I feel like the biggest thing is to highlight other people's voices and to encourage them to use theirs. Um, that's something I'm incredibly passionate about. And when I know that there are other people who are wanting to do that same thing, it's really encouraging and inspiring, um, especially when they have like an entire fair trade business built on that. And it's a whole team and group of people who are like, we believe this, we stand on this, and we want to highlight and help other people do whatever they feel like they're supposed to do and being called to. Um, so that's so beautiful. Absolutely. And I think it's so special to see um, what each of us can do together, because like you said, we all have special things that we're um, called to do. But when we can work together, just how much more we can do um, as a team. And it, it's really a partnership. One of the things that I love so much about New Day Collection is how it walks out our three core components with Be the Change Youth Initiative, which is share stories, extend compassion, and take action. And even when you were sharing those stories, you kind of mentioned like all of those three components, which I love. Um, so on top of that, it's all about creating a space where the community can gather for the greater good. Like you said, it's when we work together, we are better together, and it's all about partnership and encouraging one another. Um, so I'd love for you to share some of the biggest lessons that you've learned during your time as an ambassador whether that's about fair trade or the power of sharing stories or the huge impact that we can have when we collectively make small purchases, kind of like what you said in the beginning, um, or all of it. So whatever you'd like to share with that. Well, what I love about Noonday Collection and specifically about fair trade is that it connects us all together from our local communities to our global communities. And I think especially after traveling, I don't see these men and women, the artists and partners that we work with as these far off people, they are people I personally know. And when you buy something, they make you connect to their story. When you're wearing what they make, um, you're part of their story of transformation. And so that connects us. And so um, in New Day Collection, we do trunk shows. And so we bring pieces and we gather women together. And so it's always so beautiful to see my local community, the people that I have met through doing trunk shows, how it's never random. The people who are there, it's always because someone needs that connection or when they wear the pieces that the artisans have made, um, they feel confident and beautiful. And so that part is so, is so amazing. And then how our ambassador community, um, just in meeting your mom, those are, those are some of my dearest friends because we all have a common goal. We're all working together for like-mindedness. And we know that each 
each time that we're, we're making an order, um, that's impacting people directly. And so when we look at that collectively, it's amazing. And then how that is drawing us in that connection to the men and women around the world that we're working with. And so I just love that when I'm looking, it's bringing the world to Peace Waller. Um, we're, we're all connecting through, you know, a piece of jewelry. It sounds really funny and really simple, but it's, it's true. Um, you know, these accessories, while they're beautiful and fun, um, there's really just a, a different purpose behind it in, in drawing us all together. And I think that we see that commonality, that we're more alike than different. Um, that how I want to care for my family is the same as this mother in Guatemala wants to care for her family. We, we all want safety. We want our kids to have access to education. We want to feel like um, we matter. Mm -hmm. And so when we can look at people and see see that, see them for who they are. I think that's just so beautiful. And um, I think that in doing trunk shows, I've been able to share with people specifically in my community that maybe had never heard of fair trade before, or they hadn't ever been outside of their local community. And so it's connecting us all together. What is something that you would say to someone who is just starting off, doesn't know where to start with fair trade, um, and this is kind of like an introduction to fair trade, like the first thing that they've ever heard of it. What's like a simple way that they can get started um, that you would encourage them in? Well, you know, it's every small step matters. And obviously you're not going to be able to purchase every single thing that you're using as a fair trade item, but just know that every single purchase matters. Um, with Moon Day Collection, for example, if you're purchasing a bag, sometimes that impacts 40 individuals, one bag. And so it could be as simple as starting a bag of fair trade coffee or especially fair trade chocolate. Oftentimes um, how cocoa is harvested is child labor. So specifically chocolate, you know, if you're somebody who drinks coffee every day, that's a very simple change to just purchase something that's fair trade coffee um, or your accessories. That's a very simple way. Um, one little thing though, um, greatly impacts these families because, um, well, I'll give you an example. A bracelet I saw made in Guatemala had six strands on it. Um, each woman did one of the, the weavings on each strand. So you might think, oh, I'm just buying this one bracelet. Is that really impacting, you know, anyone's life? Um, but six women, every time they made one bracelet, were given a fair wage that helped them to care for their children, that, it, that sometimes allowed them to work while their children were present with them. And so it's not insignificant. One thing drastically changes someone else's life. And so maybe you can't do everything, but you can do something small and it will make a big difference. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, and I always ask before we end the conversation, if there's anything else that you'd like to say, um, whether that's been a little bit of hope, encouragement. Well, thank you so much for having me. Um, it's such a privilege to get to share. Um, but I think just ending with that, that anything that you can do to help um, bring hope and transformation and dignity to, dignity to other people um, just helps you to connect to that person. And I think um, just listening to other people's stories helps us to see our story differently. And so I would just encourage you, um, you know, just look for one item that, one fair trade item that you can start with and make those changes slowly. And I think over time, the more um, we learn, um, 
you know, we can do better. Once we know, we can do better. So thank you so much for having me. And um, it's just a privilege to get to share um, about the work of New Day Collection and just fair trade. Um, it's just a, a passion of my heart. And I think um, now that I know, obviously I carry that burden to get to share as well. Thank you so much for coming on. I am so thankful for you, friend, and I cannot wait for our families to be able to hang out in person. Uh, I am so excited. I miss all of your kids so dearly and so much. Um, I love them all and let them know that I say hi. <laughs> oh, we miss you dearly too. And we hope that you'll get to come and visit again. We just love you guys so much. And then for those listening, we will see you guys next week on The Wonder Podcast.